Welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium in training. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we go on our paranormal investigations, ghost hunting trips, and crossing over earthbound spirits along the way. This is Ghosties. Oh, hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Welcome. the Welcome. We're having a very um, casual day today. Casual day. The energy is really weird, low. Christina is still recovering from not feeling the most. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. she's back. I'm back. Yes. I'm alive. Thanks <laughs> to everybody that sent her positive um, yeah. vibes because she needed it. Yes, y'all. But she is walking, living. <sighs> Barely. <laughs> she went through it. And yes. no, it wasn't the Rona. No, it was not the Rona. I had a negative Rona test. And it was not the Delta variant. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just had a wicked stomach thing. What's very interesting is that she's been doing some astral traveling. Mm-hmm. And she went to Lake Lanier, which is the place we're going to talk about today. She yes. did some traveling there for like three days. I'm telling her story because obviously I feel like she can't do it. <laughs> um, even though she's the one that did it. And then all of a sudden, three days in, she gets like violently ill yeah and so i had i've done lucid astral traveling before but it had been a while so i wanted to take a refresher course and so i took a refresher course um last week i think it was last monday last monday yeah it was at the beginning beginning of that week Mm -hmm. anyway but um so i i'd gotten back in the routine and i decided when we decided to do this episode on lake lanier i was like why don't i just go hang out at lake lanier when i do my astral traveling and i did (laughs) and i mean the stuff that i saw while i was there there's definitely a lot of death a lot of darkness um i know it's supposed to be a fun place um For some people, it probably is, but nothing that I saw there looked fun while I was there. So, Lake Lanier mm-hmm. is in Georgia. Correct. Where in Georgia is it? Uh, so, Lake Lanier was once known as Oscarville, Georgia. Yes, we got to go back. Take it way back. Mm-hmm. All right. Very so sad story. This is a terrible story, guys. Mm-hmm. An awful story, but Lake Lanier had to be told. Yes. All right, so Lake Lanier was once known as Oscarville, Georgia. If you Google Lake Lanier, um, almost every time that I did this, Oscarville came up on my phone because Oscarville was turned into a lake, basically. But Oscarville was a thriving black community with its own cemeteries, racetracks, schools, businesses, farms, and homes. Um, it was another black Wall Street, just like wow. in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, do you want me to go further? Well, yeah, let's tell like the, you know, how Lake Lanier even came about. Like why we're talking about, it, you know what I mean? So Lake Lanier again was the thriving black community. Um Lake Lanier Christina just looked over her shoulder. Yeah. Can we pause for just a second? Yeah. Let's, let's pause stop. for just a second. And we're back. We're back. <laughs> we had some weirdness, so yes. as usual. Yes, we've got some incense lit, Mm -hmm. nice candle. All right, we feel better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right, so Lake Lanier. 
So I have to be honest, guys, there's not a ton out about Lake Lanier. There's not a ton of information posted. I had to dig really deep to get information about Lake Lanier and its history. But again, um, Lake Lanier uh, is located in Georgia. Uh, it was once known as Oscarville, Georgia. And again, it was a thriving black community with its own cemeteries, racetracks, schools, businesses, farms, and homes. It was another black Wall Street. So according to what I found, um, and guys, you know, definite trigger warning, this is difficult subject matter to go over. So I just wanted to let you know about that. But again, the story is important. So according to what I found, a white resident named May Crow in 1912 claimed that she had been sexually assaulted by four black teenagers, um, which created um, in turn a white riot who immediately stormed Oscarville. Um, they lynched one man from Oscarville and oh then, God. yeah. And then eventually they lynched another two black teenagers um, in a public lynching. Terrible. Yeah. Um, I found out also that the KKK still does their marches less than an hour away from Lake Lanier. Oh, wow. Yes, yeah, still to this day. Um, I saw a, uh, a newspaper article um, from when all of this was happening um, where it said they called it racial cleansing was taking place out of Oscarville in Forsyth County. But we all know what that means. It was, it was murder. It was genocide. Absolutely. They drove out 1,100 black residents out of Forsyth County back in, you know, in 1912. Also, if anyone remembers that Oprah episode where she did the exercise in prejudice, um, I think it was from either the 90s or the late 80s. But that episode was in Forsyth County, which is where Oscarville, a.k.a. Lake Lanier, was located. Mm. Yes. So racism white supremacy it all runs deep deep apparently in uh, Forsyth County um, so when this white militia who eventually you know stormed Oscarville was trying to run the black residents out of Oscarville many residents stayed and hid in the woods and camped out until things kind of calmed down Ugh. and eventually they repopulated Oscarville their original community so <laughs> Uh, Lake Lanier came about when the U.S. government decided in 1956 that they needed a larger water source other than the Chattahoochee River to provide mm -hmm. water to Georgia residents. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. so, of course, <laughs> they decided to create a man-made lake. Where is that man-made lake, you ask? It's in Oscarville. They decided to flood all of Oscarville. Ugh. Yes. Can you just imagine, like, no, them I being can't. like, hey, we're going to make Suffolk into, you know, right. or wherever, you know, into yeah. Virginia Beach and, or parts of Virginia Beach. It's like, okay, but yeah. where are these people going to go? And right. And that's the thing. Like, they didn't know? give them an alternative. They didn't yeah. say, okay, well, here's where you're going to go. They didn't talk about eminent domain or anything like that. Of course they didn't. No. Of course they didn't. No. I mean, just picture it, guys. I want you to picture for just a moment that all of a sudden, you know, you're going about your life. You've got your house that, you know, you and your husband or you and your partner have worked hard for. You have kids. You have a family. Oh. And then all of a sudden, one day, someone from the government comes and knocks on your door and tells you that you've got to leave 
because they're going to make your home and the surrounding area into a lake. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let's think about the time that this was in, too. Uh-huh. We're not talking... I mean, and as you all can see very clearly, systemic racism runs very deep in this country, and it's still alive and well today. But in oh, yeah. the 50s... Yeah. It was real bad. Yeah. And so I'm sure that these were not nice conversations that oh, were had no. with the residents. They were yeah. probably told, get out. And it was probably like not no ex- yeah, yeah, no explanation. No explanation, no warning. I mean, there could have been some, we don't know, but the likelihood of that time. Yeah. Yes, okay. absolutely. Um, so they decided, uh, you know, obviously to flood Oscarville. Mm. The government stated that they warned the current residents of Oscarville to vacate because of their plan to flood the community. Um, but however, many residents perished during the flooding of Oscarville. So that tells you. Absolutely. I don't think that they warned them like they said. No. I think they just flooded the community. Ugh. And that was one thing that really unsettled me when I was uh, astral traveling to Lake Lanier. There was a, it was palpable feeling of death. As soon as you get into the area of Lake Lanier, I mean, just palpable. You could just feel death and darkness everywhere. Um, so anyway, so some of you are probably thinking, well, why is that so terrible? You know, everybody moves on, things change, you know. Car. Oh, jeez. Car. Sorry, we've got my little... <laughs> She's got her ghost app on to see what, uh, what words pop up during this. You just said car, so... Mm-hmm. So anyway, so many of the residents perished in the flooding. What people also, um, there's a lot of mixed information about this, but I did find a quote about this. Because they had their own cemeteries in Oscarville, many people are probably wondering, well, what did they do with the bodies? Did they exhume the bodies from the cemeteries and move them? They said they did. They said they did. I don't think they did. Or at least not all of them. Yeah. Not all of them. Because I found a quote from the Army that said the U.S. Army Corps uh, is quoted in regards to Lake Lanier saying, While the Corps made every effort at the time to locate unmarked and marked burials, the limited capabilities of the time make it probable that unanticipated finds of human remains are very possible. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, So an entire community and cemetery sits at the bottom of Lake Lanier. It's like Camp Crystal Lake over there. Basically, yeah. (laughs) For all of you that don't know that reference, (laughs) that would be Jason movies. Yeah. I mean, think about it. 13th, right? Yeah. Think about it. What waterhole, pond, whatever, what body of water have you gone into that has a community sitting at the bottom of it? I can't think of one for myself. I've never gone to one where Not there's a whole city underneath. Not that we know of. True. Um, but what's interesting about what's happening now at Lake Lanier is there is tons of water accidents. Oh my gosh. Tons of drownings. I've got a whole list. Tons of incidents that yeah. happen on Lake Lanier. Yeah. I'll and, go in, you tell me when you want me to go into that. We'll, okay. However you want to segue into that. Okay. I've got a... a a nice little hefty list over here. Lord have mercy. Yeah. There's been over 600 plus deaths on the lake since its creation. And that was how many years ago? 56. Now? Yeah. Or, well, it was in 1956. Mm-hmm. 65 years. Mm-hmm. 65 years. Yeah. That's like, do the math. How many? 10 a year? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's ramped up even more. Don't trust my math because I'm standing here rocking a baby not thinking. <laughs> 
But yeah, so, but that's a lot. That's like one a month pretty much. Mm-hmm. And some years probably more than others. Probably more so recently, yeah. especially with the fact that people, you know, back then not everybody had a freaking speedboat and a jet ski. You know right. what I mean? So now that there's all those things out there and they're higher populated, it's probably ramped up a lot more. Well, here's what gets me too about it. They built the lake for drinking water. They built it for drinking water, but they filled it with, you know, debris. Right. <laughs> and let people swim in it and run yeah, their boats in there's it. There's human remains here, but please drink Right. Up. Drink right. Up. Exactly. Like, that's what's mind-boggling to me. So that's why, to me, it feels like that wasn't the reason why they created it. They no. created it to run the black residents yes, out of Georgia. Yes, they did. Absolutely. Um, they tried it. Yeah. Um... So the stories of the deaths on the lake paired with the history of the lake got my attention. Um, I ran across Lake Lanier on TikTok, um, but I also found many stories from people who almost drowned on the lake that said that they felt like they were being pulled underwater by hands. See, that's totally Friday the 13th vibes. (laughs) Yes. In fact, I have a story here from someone on Reddit here for it Mm -hmm. she said if you live in georgia like i do you probably heard of lake lanier it's the biggest lake in the state and it's about 45 minutes from my house lake lanier is known throughout georgia and the southern states to be extremely and i mean extremely haunted back in the 50s the government needed a new water source since their old one the chattahoochee river was becoming too small so they took the town in the north called lanier and created a government order to turn the town, Oscarville, into a feeder lake for the smaller river. But they didn't warn the people. So here's an, a, an actual Georgia resident saying they didn't warn the people at all of Oscarville. One day they just opened up the levee, protecting the town from flooding during the spring and summer, and 20 people and more died that day. You can look up Lake Lanier Scary on YouTube and a ton of stories pop up. But enough about that, let's talk about my experience. When I was seven, I was swimming on Lake Lanier, just out of sight of my grandparents. I was doing well, I was seven, swimming pretty strong for a seven-year-old, when all of a sudden, I felt a little tug on my foot. Nope. Not just any tug, it felt like a hand was tugging on my foot. Almost like like it was gain, you know like when you try and grab something and you can't quite grab it so you extend your fingers a little bit more to get it yes i am not here for that (laughs) she said it wasn't seaweed it wasn't debris i know what a hand feels like and it felt like a hand i was kicking trying to get it to let me go until it finally pulled me underwater and i started to drown oh god Mm -hmm. suddenly i felt someone pulling my arms up and pulling me back onto shore as i started to cough up water i looked up to see a very kind, smiling African-American man wearing no shirt, tattered shoes, tattered pants, but just wearing a smile. Are you okay? He asked. I'm okay. All right, let's get you back up to camp to where you belong. He walked me back up to my grandparents and promptly disappeared. Oh, man. His grandparents never saw him. Oh. Mm-hmm. Bless that man. So is that a spirit? Absolutely. Around Lake Lanier? Yes. I think so. Oh, Mm -hmm. thank God. I found four more accounts just by myself of people who had said that they had nearly drowned at Lake Lanier and that they felt hands pulling them underwater. 
Mm-hmm. Ew. So then when I decided to start astral traveling to Lake Lanier, I wanted to tell you guys what I saw. Here we go. Buckle up. So when I first started astral traveling there, and guys, if you've never done it before, basically all you do is you get into a meditative state and you go through some steps of basically asking one of your energy bodies to step out of your physical body and to go where you want it to go. So you have to set an intention and know where you want to go first. This is so terrifying to me. It's really not bad. I know. It's really not bad. You have full awareness of your body and that energy body. I'm such a chicken. (laughs) I think you'd like it. Maybe. Only if I could, like, go somewhere fun. I think you'd like it. Because it gets you out. Can I go to where Jason Momoa is? (laughs) Sorry about me. Anyways. All right. So I decided decided (laughs) to uh, astral project the Lake Lanier. And when I first did it, as soon as I opened my eyes, one of the things they tell you is to look down at your feet right after you get to your destination. Before I could even look down at my feet, I felt so stifled and I felt like I was surrounded by the energy of death. Mm. When I finally like adjusted my focus and was able to look around a bit, excuse me, y'all, um, I saw dark hooded figures mm. lining the lake. There must be a spirit in here because I'm burping I was going to say, is there a spirit? Because you're burping. Mm -hmm. Um, But I saw, did you? I felt like I saw something right behind you, like a little flicker of something. Mm -hmm. Um, But I saw these dark hooded figures um, standing around the perimeter of the lake. um, And some of them were following people into the lake, which was odd to me. Um, almost like they were looking for whoever opportunistically matched their vibration. They Ew. were attaching to people. Okay. Um, I also saw some really big energy vortexes around the area, but especially in the middle um, and, and certain portions of the lake. It's funny because there's stories that say, you know, they want you to come out further. That's where they get people. Yeah. It's not close to the edge. It's like yeah. they want you out there. Anyways. Yeah, exactly. Um. So, yeah, definitely a lot of things amiss spiritually and energetically around uh, Lake Lanier. But literally one day after I astral traveled to Lake Lanier, I got violently ill. Mm -hmm. Not just, you know, feeling bad. I'm talking profusely vomiting without a break. Sweating. Sweating profusely. Mm -hmm. Chest pains. So I have to wonder how much of that was from Lake Lanier. I don't know. Because you... Okay, and here's the thing about Christina. She isn't out doing the most. No. You're like a grocery store, post office, that's it. Yeah. Like the bare minimum, you know, just that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like you're out at restaurants, you're not going to parties, you're not, you know, mm-hmm. leisurely shopping. It's... I'm an introvert, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather be at home. You've been the safest person during the pandemic that I know. I... But, you know... So where would nice. you... said knife the her ghost app just picked up knife um so where would you have you know picked that up it's possible but you know it's possible y'all if y'all have seen the picture that christina sent me of herself it it shook me i was like (laughs) like it scared me because you were so pale except around your eyes was like dark yeah Yeah. dark around my eyes and your eyes your lips were like the color of your skin yeah. I, it wasn't It looked like she was, like, dressing up as a ghost for Halloween. Yeah. I mean... As soon as it started hitting me, I was like, oh, man, I can't do this. I cannot do this here from the house. We yeah. gotta go to the hospital. Yeah. 
And for everybody else at home, like, I know that probably other people felt like this too, but, like, if you've gotten sick during the pandemic and it wasn't COVID, but you were so sick you had to go to the hospital, you have that, like, internal argument with yourself, like, I don't really want to go to the hospital. I don't want to expose myself to COVID if I don't have to. But I just couldn't do it. (laughs) Luckily, the cases are down super right now. Yeah. Thank God for Mm -hmm. now. But, um... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you take it away. Tell us about all these incidents. Should we do this after a word from our sponsor? Sure. It's a good old. idea. Oh, hello. Hi again. Okay. So so Missy's got some cool statistics here about Lake Lanier right now. So I just wanted to look up some stories about it in general. So first, I went to the Facebook searching, mm-hmm. and the amazing thing about Facebook is I immediately found this post, and it was like, the two places I won't go anymore in Georgia, and it was like, <laughs> um, Lake Lanier and some mall. Oh, Any, yeah, yeah. Anybody from Georgia that's listening will know what mall I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's all these, like, people that are like, I know where I'm taking my baby daddy for Father's Day, Lake Lanier. <laughs> it's, oh, it's my so gosh. It's, so, it's, it's messed up, but it's just funny to see all those posts. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Um, then I found all these little news articles about all of the happenings there. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I found one and it was like June 1st and then May 31st and then May 20th and then May 9th. And it, I was like, are you serious? And it was all this year. Mm-hmm. So the first one, actually, I'm only going back a month because there's a plenty of them. The first one was on April 18th and it was Dorian Penson. He was 24. Um, he had rented a pontoon boat with three, I'm sorry, two other friends. All three of them took, you know, were out in the boat. They went swimming, um, and they realized they couldn't make it back to the boat for some reason. So I don't know how far they went. Now, only two of them actually were rescued, and he never made it back to the boat. Oh, wow. So he drowned. I don't know if they have actually found his remains. I didn't dig into some of these stories, but I know there were searches going on for some of these people's bodies. Mm -hmm. So it's not even like, you know, because you would drown and float back up, you know? Right, exactly. And it's a lake. It's not like he's out in the ocean. So Mm -hmm. they can surround the area to search. Mm -hmm. So where are these bodies that's taking so long to find them? Mm -hmm. Okay. There's the first one. The next one says cold. Oh, cold. When was Mother's Day this year? The 8th? Something around there? Anyway. Okay. Well, this is very interesting because on Mother's Day, there was um, a boat explosion. And it happened when two teens were getting gas right there on the lake, I guess. There's a place where you get gas for your boat. And their boat exploded. And they were, like, really hurt. Wow. Then on the night, I don't believe this was the same one, there was a boat explosion where six people were injured and three of them were actually seriously injured. Holy cow. Yeah. So then fast forward to May the 20th. Um, this is when the article was written. Whatever Thursday it was prior to that, a 19-year-old drowned. Um, who is she? Who is she? Is oh, my God. What is that? <laughs> Sorry, y'all. This thing is going off. I just got goosebumps all over my body. Yeah. Look at my leg. Can you see the goosebumps? Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry. Maybe keep I going. Maybe I kept this on. Okay. No, keep going. Who is she? What is that? That sounds like Kenneth saying state your business. That's what I was thinking when you said you felt a spirit. I was like, I wonder if it's Kenneth checking you out because he's like, who is, you know, what's going on? Who Anyways. All right. 
So this 19-year-old drowned, um, went underwater, and never surfaced. See, that's crazy to me. Yes. And then on May the 30th, this was this had a lot of articles about it. A 56-year-old man went missing after he left an inflatable raft to um, retrieve an oar, I guess, that had gotten away. Mm-hmm. And he drowned. Wow. They searched for his body for a while. I don't know that they ever found that one either. I'm not sure. And then we have, the like, two days later, four boats. This The article originally said four boats and two jet skis caught fire, damaging a dock. And there was one person that got entered, uh, in, <laughs> injured. Um, <sighs> but then another article said there were 11 vessels total. But that wow. was literally two days after the drowning. This was all within a, a month, y'all. Less than a month. That's I mean, this, so crazy to me. When you look me. at it, it was like a three-week time frame. That's what's so crazy to me. Yeah. And apparently, Usher's stepson drowned out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he did. Yeah. It was a jet ski ex- accident, I think. Yeah. And I went... Something. I was looking on these threads of, like, why people say you don't go to Lake Lanier, you don't swim in there. And they all say it's all the young people or people that have just moved to Georgia that think it's a joke. But people that have lived there for a long time are like, no, you do not go to Lake Lanier, you do not swim there, you do not hang out there nothing mm-hmm. and people are like you know i've been swimming you know we hang out around the water's edge and blah blah and they're like well that's because it wants you to come out further and that's when you get stuck is when you go out further in the lake even people that know how to swim prisoner Woo! prisoner goodness um people that know how to swim suddenly find themselves too tired to continue yeah and that's when they you know end up drowning um it's just you have to wonder all these explosions, you know, multiple boat explosions on different occasions. Mm-hmm. I think there's a huge energy grandmother. imprint. Ooh, grandmother. grandmother. Is uh, it mamma? Maybe it's mamma. <laughs> um, I think there's a huge energy imprint at Lake Lanier because of what happened there. Not just in the 20s, but again in the 50s. And everything that happened in between. I can't imagine the amount of persecution that they felt. Yeah. Living in that community. Yeah. Um, but I also think that there's probably a lot of energy of racism and hate mm-hmm. that also exists in that area. And that is, I mean, hate is like the lowest vibration ever. It's the heaviest. It's the lowest. Um, and I, you know, just from the way it felt when I felt into, you know, what happened there and the story that we were able to gather it just feels like um like this was a huge trauma to that community a trauma that was never recognized mm-hmm. it was never talked about it wasn't put in history books and they were i mean everything was taken from them everything and now it's a water hole basically for people to swim in all under the guise that it was going to be for drinking water yeah i wouldn't want to drink that no Absolutely. You know? <laughs> Here's some of the um, comments thread. Um, one person said, yes, Lake Lanier is super dangerous. You can drown without even getting in the water. What? Stay away far, far away. Um, and then it says, my wife won't go near Lake Lanier, bad juju. Um, it says, if you, well, what was this one? Even experienced swimmers have died there, which is wild. It says you could be a Navy SEAL and find a way to die in Lake Lanier. Mm. Yep. And we were talking about it, and you um, 
you have to remember like it's a whole town under there so it's buildings and trees and they say there's barbed wire down there just all kinds of stuff so yes it's easy to get caught under there but it's the fact that you're getting pulled under to begin with yeah you know Mm -hmm. yeah exactly i mean it's just a dangerous place but then you throw in all the bad energy around it yeah there are people that are like i will never they will never go near there yeah. And people make jokes about it, and they're like, well, that's going to be your last, you know? it's Yeah. I just, I the whole time we were putting this episode together, I tried to really put myself in the position of one of the residents of Oscarville before all this happened. And I can't imagine the amount of fear that they held within themselves all the time, the amount of anxiety. I mean, that takes a toll on your body after yeah. a while. I mean, and it just it makes me so sad now that the same stuff is still going on, mm-hmm. that not a whole lot has changed. Um, so I think it's important that these stories are told, um, even though they're difficult ones, because it brings light to some of this darkness that's been tried to you know, be covered up over the years mm-hmm. by our own government. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, so, so yeah, yeah, so that's Lake Lanier, y'all. Yeah, it's... <laughs> And a little fun side note, if you're an Ozark fan, apparently they filmed part of it there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is why it seems so dark. Lord have mercy. Ozark, I had to take a break. From that first episode, they're filming now. I don't know oh. if they're filming there. I'd be interested to find out. Such a dark show. Uh-huh. Good It's the last season, though. I'm kind of sad about it. Huh. I like that show. I need to get caught up. Yeah. Oh, girl. Yes, you do. <laughs> it's so good. Um, But, yeah. Right, guys. We um, are still taking stories for Go Share. Mm-hmm. I yes. have a really good one I got from a woman. Um, that it's a crazy story, and I was supposed. I told her that we were going to actually share it last week, and then we didn't do the episode. Mm-hmm. So we are still taking a few more stories. So email us, find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Ghosties, the Ghosties Podcast at Gmail dot com. Yep. Find us, find us, send us your stories, and yeah. Okay, guys. Okay, bye. Bye.